Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries, we got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight Podcast with Granger Smith. Could you use a story that'll make you smile? Well, Granger's got some good news to share now. Back in 2009, the then 39-year-old Janine Patton Cobble was running on a North Carolina beach thinking about her recent breast cancer diagnosis and how she was going to tell her 11-year-old son. She stumbled upon a beachfront property with dozens of empty vacation homes and had an epiphany. She wanted to create a place where cancer patients could get away from everything, relax, and be with their loved ones. She has now realized her dream of helping other cancer patients to have a retreat by creating the nonprofit Little Pink Houses of Hope. She convinces homeowners and property managers across the country to donate their homes for free weekend-long retreats where breast cancer patients and their families can escape and forget their worries. Over the past 13 years, the nonprofit has given retreats to over 2,000 families. Janine says it's more than just a vacation. They try to help the patients feel like they're not alone in their battle. We create an environment where they no longer feel so isolated, she says. Walking alongside them as they create priceless memories is such a privilege. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. What's up, Mr. Granger Smith? Love your music. Uh, love your late night show, man. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you for calling. It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals on After Midnight. I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. A 55-year-old fella in Florida has been arrested after being charged with multiple fraudulent transactions while posing as an Irish national named Declan Quinn. Yeah, this guy won the position of HOA Board of Directors President in his neighborhood, and then he used his standing to get a fraudulent $17,000 loan. He had himself a fake Irish passport and told his neighbors he was a member of the Irish Army. Police say he was actually a convicted felon out of Wisconsin. Man, that guy's dumb. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. I think a person should leave a tree up as long as it's bringing them enjoyment. And it's, it really helps if you have a big house and room that it's not uh, getting in your way all the time or something like that. But as long as it smells good and, 
and you're enjoying it, then you should leave it up. And then take it down when you're tired of it or when you want the space or something like that. And not just set a particular day that you're going to take it down. I wish we'd have a psychiatrist call this show and, and just kind of chime in with the <laughs> with actually what's going on in your brain if you're just going to hang on to that tree because it smells good, she says, as long as it's bringing you joy. Surely. And I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist at all, but surely there would be people with that logic that would just hang on to it the entire year. If no one's thought that was weird and all of your neighbors came over and said, oh, your tree's still up. Fantastic. Hey, whatever brings you joy, as long as it smells good. And I know that it's April, but I think it's great. You have your Christmas tree up in April. I think that's great. Surely. There's something wrong with that. Like I said, surely if you take that logic with the phone call, then it's just if you play it out to its most logical conclusion, there's going to be people that are having it up in April, May, June, July. And then if you're going to do that, you might as well just have it up until next Christmas. (laughs) I'm partly kidding, but I'm asking when is the appropriate time to take down Christmas decorations? 866-607-8383. The Christmas uh, decorations thing is really a Christmas spirit thing at all as far as being weird or not. It's personal preference at our house. We have them down normally a day or two after Christmas, but we put them up right around November the 1st because Thanksgiving is uh, kind of an eating holiday, And but it's about being thankful. And what is there more thankful to be about than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his birth? So we think the Christmas decorations actually add to Thanksgiving, not take away. Thank you. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. When do you think it's an appropriate time to take down Christmas decorations? Are we talking December 26th? Are we talking the week after Christmas, the week between Christmas and New Year's? Are we talking after New Year's? Are we saying Valentine's Day? What? What? There has to be an appropriate time, right? Surely. I mean, the last break, someone said, no, the, the, Granger, there's not an appropriate time. As long as it's bringing you joy and that tree smells good, she said, keep it up. That's not weird at all. Keep it up through spring. That's If it brings you joy, Granger, do it. 866-607-8383. What do you think? I think they should stay up and be taken down within the first week of the new year because you know christmas kind of flows into the new year you don't really have any kind of decoration you can put up for new year so you keep your holiday christmas lights and and stuff up but then yeah within the first three to four days you need to take it down yeah see that call had a different vibe to it she she's saying it must come down give it three or four days and then it must come down I don't know why, though. Psychologically, why do we say that? Because I, it, it does something to you. It eats away at you somehow. And I'm, I'm just kind of biased here because, in my opinion, I like to get that stuff down. I like to get my house back to normal. That's not saying that I don't like to celebrate Jesus' birth. That's not saying that I don't have joy or the holiday spirit. It's not, it's not any of that. I just like to kind of get going for the new year, get things back in their boxes, get them back into the attic, open up the windows a little bit. You got your living room feels spacious again. It hasn't in over a month, but that's just me. What's your opinion? 866-607-8383. Personally, I choose after New Year's. 
after New Year's Day, uh, at least that little bit of a holiday. Uh, other than that, I don't try to keep it up past the second week in January. Uh, anything later than that, unless you're using it as, you know, that tree is something like other holidays, like I mentioned, I heard you mention before, like for Valentine's, St. Patrick's Day, things like that. Uh, that's not my forte, but um, mine's coming down right after New Year's. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. This one's going to leave you saying, yeah, that's weird. Welcome to Weird News here on After Midnight. You remember those claw machines that you find at arcades? They pick up the little stuffed animals and trinkets. Well, for all the kids and some adults who have ever walked away from that kind of machine crying because they could not ever get a toy, well, there is a method to the game's madness. A TikToker in Australia named Katie Clark purchased her own claw machine and went through the instructions which explain the scam. She says, there's a little washer here on this model, and once you have it installed, it will increase the strength, and then if you remove it, it will lessen the strength. Clark reveals, adding that you can modify the strength of the claw machine, which allows the machine's owner to increase or decrease the chances of winning a prize. Uh, we all knew, but when it's documented, it's printed, it's more legit. Now it's confirmed. So, did Clark ever win a prize? Yes. After a whopping 18 times. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Hi, Granger. This is Michael calling from Galveston, Texas. I just wanted to compliment you on your wonderful show. Uh, I tell you what, from then, everything from the insightful lyrics to pumped up music, it's a refreshing change from what I usually listen to. So, Granger, please keep being great, Granger, and uh, have a wonderful night. I love your show. Bye. Wow, Michael. I appreciate the encouragement, brother. Thank you so much. He loves talking about history. And he's even got the diploma to prove it. It's time for This Day in History on After Midnight with Granger Smith. On this day, November the 16th, 1907, Oklahoma became a state. 1945, German scientists were brought to the U.S. to work on rocket technology. In 1959, The Sound of Music premiered on Broadway. 2001, the first Harry Potter film premiered. 2009, The Twilight Saga, New Moon, premiered in L.A. Some famous birthdays include actress Maggie Gyllenhaal, comedian Pete Davidson, and my wife, Amber Smith. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. I've been talking the last couple nights about what Thanksgiving meal you're looking forward to the most. Coming up here in just under a week now, six days technically away from Thanksgiving. What is your must-have? What's the meal that you have to have? Maybe just the dish. Maybe it's from your wife or you or your dad or your mother, your sister-in-law, somebody, one of your friends maybe is cooking your favorite dish and you are looking forward to that. What is it? 866 866- 607-8383. My go-to has got to be mama's banana pudding. Yep, yep, yep. Got to have the homemade banana pudding. I'm not talking about that stuff in a box. I'm talking about the real deal. That's where you got to separate the egg yolks and you got to stand and stir it with the sugar and get that just right. And then you've got to take that good old mixer and you've got to put a little sugar with those egg whites 
and whip up that spawn. That's right. Yeah, that banana pudding on Thanksgiving. Man, your description is crushing me, bro. I am hungry now. I'm so hungry. Now, listen, it's interesting you say the banana pudding because that to me and my family, that I, I associate that with more of a 4th of July holiday, right? I think about banana pudding. Bananas are in season. It's 4th of July. You've got that light, creamy, sugary mix. I, I don't associate that necessarily with Thanksgiving. Not that it's wrong. I actually love that you said that. My wife has made something called love pie for a long time. It was originally in her family called divorce pie. She comes from naturally a family of lots of divorces and it was called divorce pie because you you have that pie after you finalize the divorce and you celebrate. Of course, she changed it to love pie. I think it's more appropriately named now and we serve it at Thanksgiving and also at Christmas. It's just amazing. It's I'm sure you've had it before with a different name, but it's it's got like the chocolate pudding and the whipped cream and the graham cracker bottom with pecans. It's killing me just thinking about one more week until I get this love pie. Wait, what's that dish for you? What is that special dish for you? 866-607-8383. My to-go is uh, deviled eggs and cranberry sauce. You have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Hey, I'm Brad from Central Ohio, Mansfield, Ohio, to be exact. Out here working the streets, towing cars off the side of the road. Just want to shout out, keeping us awake. And remind the drivers, give us tow truck drivers room to work on the side of the road. Hashtag slow down, move over. Give us room to work. Well, that's some good work out there, buddy. Not easy work either. I appreciate you listening. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. Hi, Granger. thing I want the most. Um, Thanksgiving is dressing and gravy. Everything else is second best to that. I'll be honest, every time I've asked this question the last couple nights on this show, I have gotten at least one person that says dressing. And I didn't think about it until I started doing the show and I thought, you know, you're right. Dressing is very unique to this specific holiday. You don't have turkey and dressing. You don't have cranberry sauce. You don't, you don't have that unless you're randomly at a Luby's cafeteria in June and that's their special. And if it is, I'm getting it, by the way. But yes, dressing is a great answer. And then gravy. She adds gravy. My grandmother made the best gravy roux. She would just stir and stir and stir and add a little bit more flour, add a little bit more milk till that gravy was the perfect consistency. And, you know, once you have gravy like that, you cannot eat gravy out of a box for the rest of your life. It's like mashed potatoes. You want gravy with that? Is it out of a box? No, no, you can't do it. You got to have that homemade gravy. I love that answer. 866-607-8383. Talking about what is your Thanksgiving must have coming up this year? Man, let me tell you, my mama makes the best peach cobbler. I'm so excited for that. Man, with that whipped cream and that brown sugar, I'm so excited for that peach cobbler. I can't wait to have that for Thanksgiving. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Hey, thanks for sharing part of your Thursday here with me on After Midnight. Before you take off and get your started, let me remind you, God is great and he's worthy of our praise. 
I'm Granger Smith coming to y'all from the Yee Yee Farm in Central Texas. Thanks for hanging out. After Midnight with Granger Smith. Heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you and make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.